This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1193 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse people. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. horse people. Coach Jen here and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Healthy Critters radio show right here on Horse Radio Network. Show host Tigger Montague explains what omega-3 fatty acids are, where they come from, and why our horses need them. And we'll get right to our tip after this from equestriancollections.com. Hi, Glenn here and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with this week's product of the week. Hi, Glenn. This week I'm featuring one um, product, but two types of the same product, the Weatherbeta Elite Saddle Pad. It comes in both all-purpose and dressage style. Um, the thing that makes this unique is it has a sticky piece that's on the outside of the pad. The, out, the outside of the pad is a suede type of material. The inside, of course, is the wicking lining, so your horse is cool and all that, but the outside has this grippy silicone patch logo that actually is it's stick it's sticky for your saddle not for your horse so it tends to not slip so if you have a saddle particularly like um one of these uh treeless and and you know if it, it you can use this and it'll help stick to it cuz sometimes with some of those saddles you can't use um use the binding thing so this will help keep your saddle in place. It also has another way cool feature, which is uh, the um, girth patch. Instead of being self, uh, the same material, is, um, is a, uh, it's a PVC-covered patch there. So it not only in, is, has, is more durable, but then it would keep your pad from getting stained, you know, because sometimes that happens with girth. So I thought that was a pretty unique feature as well, so that's why I wanted to feature that this week. Um, it does come with the, in the all-purpose type and also the dressage type. So check it out. It's by Weatherbeta, well-known well-beloved brand, Weatherbeta Elite Saddle Pad. And in a lot of colors. Yeah, that's true. It's That's another thing. It comes in um, blue, light blue, dark blue, pink, purple, and white, and all that. So, yeah, take a look at it. I think you'll like it. And Price is Right at EquestrianCollections.com. Just search for Weatherbeta Elite, and you'll find it there at EquestrianCollections.com. This is the Nutrition Corner, and we're going to talk about essential fatty acids. Um, They're commonly known as omega-3 and omega-6. Now, they're called essential fatty acids because they're actually required by the body. They are essential to the horse's diet. Um, In humans, they are also considered essential nutrients. They are found primarily in grains and and grasses. And when horses are foraging and eating pasture, they get a lot of omega-3s. When they eat oats and corn and barley and grains, they get a lot of omega-6. What the omega-3 and omega-6 do in the body is, is if you imagine a a gyroscope and you're always trying to keep it at zero or at balance, 
That's what you want the omega-3 and 6 to do in the body. But so often the omega-6s get elevated because the horse is not getting enough omega-3s. Um, the, the biological processes of the body with essential fatty acids, they're required for the absorption of fat-soluble vitamins and, and phytonutrients. And these fat-soluble vitamins include vitamins A, vitamins D, vitamins E, vitamins K, and the carotenes. Essential fatty acids are critical for the production of hormones and healthy cell membranes. Um, because they can't be manufactured or synthesized by the horse's body, horses that live on pasture tend to have you know, plenty of omega-3s. But horses that get pre- predominantly feeds and hay can have far less omega-3s in their diet. In the winter, horses that are on pasture and forage, um, that's when the omega-3 content is low to almost non-existent. So wintertime is a very good time if your horse lives out on pasture all the time to supplement with omega-3s. Horses that, of course, are living in stalls, have limited turnout, are fed hay and, and grains or commercial feeds definitely need to be supplemented with omega-3s. When you um, look at your uh, at a, a typical feed tag of commercial feed, you'll notice that the omega-6-3 ratio is generally 2 to 1 and sometimes 3 to 1. So there's 2 to 3 times more omega-6 than there is omega-3. And even though many formulations include flaxseed, there just isn't enough to balance the higher amounts of omega-6. The thing that's important is that in this gyroscope um, image that, I, that I'm mentioning, and you, know, you, you want both these omega-3 and 6 to be in balance with, with each other, it's because omega-6 supports the pro-inflammatory response in the body, and omega-3 responds supports the anti-inflammatory response in the body. Obviously, in, in, in harmony, in synchrony, in homeostasis, omega-3 and 6 are just on the equal line of the gyroscope. But so often, because of um, hay not having enough omega-3, typical commercial feeds don't have enough omega-3, it becomes an, a very, very important food to supplement. There are three basic sources of omega-3s to feed horses. Um, One of them is flaxseed. It's been fed for hundreds of years. The other is chia, which is a relatively new arrival on the omega-3 scene. And the third is fish oil, which is, you know, relatively new and not uh, a common feed for um, animals that are herbivores. So let's talk about each one. Flaxseed is high in omega-3, low in omega-6. It's a a hard, dense little seed. Some horses will not fully digest it, and it will come out in the manure and will sprout nice little flaxes in your pasture. 
Um, you can soak flax. That will soften the shell and make it easier for the stomach acids to break up and for the horse to utilize. You can also cook flax. This was really common in Europe and in the U.S., um, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 years ago. And in the winter, it was rather common to, you know, take a big pot of flaxseed and heat it up on the stove and, and you know, add it to the horse's feed. There's, there's some um, internet sources that say, oh, you have to be careful with, with uh, flaxseed because it contains cyanide. Well, uh, the amount of flaxseed, uh, the amount of cyanide in flaxseed, you would have to feed a horse, you know, bushels at one time. There's cyanide in apple seeds. And, you know, to this day, we don't know of any horse that has died from cyanide poisoning from eating apples. So, yes, plants contain um, defense mechanisms, but they're defense mechanisms not against horses and not against humans. They're mostly against insects. And that, because that is what could affect their ability to reproduce. So that's flax is useful. It's beneficial. It's easy. You can find it at any health food, I mean, any feed store. And it's a very common source of omega-3s for horses. Chia seed is relatively new, although it's a very ancient seed. It's a seed from Central and South America. It has some um, links to the old Aztec empire. In fact, the Spanish banned it from being grown because they felt that the chia made the Aztec warriors too brave and strong. So they made it illegal. Luckily, chia still survives. And we now have discovered what a valuable, valuable plant this is. Chia is higher in omega-3s than flax. And it's a much smaller seed, so it's very, very easy for the horse to digest. You, you know, virtually never see a chia seed in, in horse's manure. It's a highly mucilogenic seed like flax, but it soaks up 10 times its, its size in moisture. So if you add chia to feed and you add water, within five or 10 minutes, you'll see it. It, it, it looks like a a a gelatin mass with little black specks of chia seeds. The advantage of the fact that it is so hydroscopic is that when the horse takes it into the body, it works a lot like psyllium to pick up the sand and the grit that can be in the gut. The other part of chia with its incredibly mucilogenic properties is that it slows the digestion of carbohydrates. This makes it really unique for metabolic horses because metabolic horses will experience, you know, spikes in blood sugar. And that's, you know, we're never going to get carbohydrates out of, out of a metabolic horse's diet. But chia helps reduce that rush of carbohydrates on the, the body system when the horse is eating hay and grass. So I find chia to be a, a wonderful, wonderful omega-3 essential fatty acid source for all horses, but really in particular, very helpful to metabolic horses and very helpful to horses that live in sandy um, uh, soil areas like Florida and Arizona and New Mexico, and I guess parts of Texas and California.
There are, are two other components to chia that, that are important. Chia is very high in an amino acid called proline. Proline is the major constituent of collagen. So if you're healing connective tissue, you want to support connective tissue. Feeding chia not only will provide the omega-3s, it will also provide a high amount of proline, which the body will use for collagen production. And another interesting feature in chia, particularly if it's grown in South America, is that the soils in South America are still relatively high in a an, a mineral nutrient called boron. And the soils in the U.S. used to be very high boron soils. We have now farmed that pretty much out of our soil. But in South America, boron is still a, a widely available nutrient to plants. Boron aids in the, in the absorption of calcium. So it's especially important when you have a horse that may have some bone-related joint issue that you be able to support the calcium with uh, a food grown with a lot of boron, and that would be chia. Fish oil is the third choice, and you know while we don't think of our horses going down to the local fishmonger and you know ordering up a salmon, um, fish oil is very high in omega threes. It's an excellent source of omega threes, and in India, which I, I learned from a very interesting book, in India it was common in the you know sixteen and seventeen hundreds when they didn't have enough forage, they actually fed their their horses fish. So, you know, strangely enough, horses will eat it. What I mostly hear from people who have used fish oil is that the palatability is an issue. And there are several companies that have, you know, gone to great lengths to remove the odor and to process the fish oil um, in a way that is more appetizing to horses. But as we're finding on the human side with fish oil, how the fish oil is, um, is made is critical. And there are a lot of um, fishing issues now with sustainability and even farmed fish. What are they fed in order to get the oils? So if you don't want to have to go down the rabbit hole of um, evaluating whether fish is a good choice for your horse, you are always safe feeding flax or chia. And just remember, horses that are on pasture all winter um, need supplementation of omega-3s. Horses that are predominantly on, on hay and commercial feed and grain, they definitely need to be supplemented with omega-3s. And metabolic horses in particular will benefit from, from chia seeds. And um, Horses that have any kind of connective tissue strain, injury, or are recovering from would benefit tremendously from chia. Well, there you have it. You can enjoy Tigger's Nutrition Corner on the Healthy Critters Radio Show. Just go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com or you can go to HorseRadioNetwork.com where you can find the Healthy Critters Radio Show, which comes out twice a month. Tigger also has a great blog on her website. You can go to biostarus.com to read her blog. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of equestriancollections.com and listeners like you. 
This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse.